Welcome to One Tired Teacher Turn Two Tired Teachers, episode 198, Five Tips to Get to Winter Vacation. Dun, dun, dun. So <laughs> at this time of year, you're moving into, we're at the end of November, you're moving into December when it feels like it drags on for all of eternity. Forever. So yeah, so we're going to talk about some things that will hopefully get you to winter vacation as fast as possible. Hope you stick around. Welcome to One Tired Teacher. And even though she may need a nap, this teacher is ready to wake up and speak her truth about the trials and treasures of teaching. Here she is, wide awake. Wait, she's not asleep right now, is she? She, she is awake, right? Okay. From Trina Debery Teaching and Learning, your host, Trina Debery. All right. So let's talk about some ideas and tips, strategies, whatever, anything that can get teachers to, to, to winter vacation without losing their sanity. <laughs> yeah. Well, I feel like December and May are the longest months of teaching. Oh my goodness. For sure. Like it, it is like the marathon, yes. even though you're like in ser- mo- really, if you look realistically, December is usually only three weeks of teaching yet. It feels like 20. It feels like so much more. <laughs> I feel like I actually feel like that's worse because at least in May, you are like scrambling to do all that end of the year stuff. So you're mm-hmm. like not wanting it to be the next week when class lists are due and, you know, cum folders and all that nonsense. Yeah. So I feel like December is so long. Okay. Yes. So and the, the kids fir- are crazy. Everything's kids crazy. Are crazy. Yeah. They're excited. Um, I think the first thing for me that I would say is, um, is to make sure that you have like solid plans for yes. those weeks. Don't just think you're going to wing it with holiday books and whatever, like have your plan specific. You don't have to go like, you don't have to have like crazy new hard concepts, but, um, but make sure that you have a, your full day is like, covered every single day so that you feel like you are, you're not like scrounging and scurrying. And then like yeah. the behavior doesn't get, or, or doing fillers, control. like yeah. trying to fill. Uh, uh-uh. yeah. I agree. And to kind of like sub into that one. So like having a strong plan mm-hmm. is also making sure that you're trying to keep your schedule as close to oh, I agree. as it normally would be as possible. I know a lot of times in the month of December, there might be, you know, Sing alongs or whatever routines your school might have. It's difficult, but if you can try to keep your schedule as similar as possible, like if you normally teach math first thing in the morning, keeping it the same will help a lot with student behavior because that predictability is there and students remember, oh yeah, I'm supposed to behave this way. Like, it's not like, well, I don't know how to behave because nothing is how it ever was. You know, it's this new thing, you know? No, try to keep it as close to matching your normal schedule as possible. I Um, totally agree with that. I think that's a huge thing. mm -hmm. I also love like one of a a resource that I actually have is a holidays matter. It's a matter unit for like (laughs) built around Christmas where you're looking at even so sinking and floating with like holiday cookies and donuts and whatever. And then, oh, so, so fun. And then like I usually would give kids groups like stockings and they, I would put a balloon inside each stocking and they'd have to put their hand in the stocking and feel and see if it was a solid liquid or gas. And they'd have to make a prediction and they record it and whatever. And then, uh, if, you know, they 
dump it out and they cut open the balloon. And the funniest, one of my favorite ones, especially the, is the air is gas when they're like, it's air. And they're like screaming. (laughs) They're so excited. And then, um, and they're, and then when they cut the water and you know, it comes out because it's marble water and, and gas. So it's so such a fun lesson. And it's a whole it's like a whole, you could do it in a whole week. Like it take. it's like yeah. informational text is, ing- and is also in, um, what's the word integrated. I couldn't think of the word and with questions. We've only so been talking about on that. I know forever, but it's such <laughs> a fun activity and kids love it. You're focusing on like a season, but you're also teaching content in a, in a really fun, engaging way. So I think that is a huge benefit. Oh Yeah. I think um, keeping your behavior management plan, whatever action plan it is, similar. Um, This isn't the time to start like getting a little lax on that. You know, you don't have to ramp it up, but just holding students within that, whether it's a restorative justice or a reviewing a classroom expectation, you know, having kind of that structure still there, I think is like a nice way to make sure that you're behaviors are managed as you go through. Yeah. Cause that can stuff. be the hardest part sometimes. Mm-hmm. I think one thing that I do look back on and have a little bit of regret is especially when I learned about reasons why students misbehave. One well, it's of which, communication. They're communicating something yeah, to you. And one of which is, you know, sometimes they feel left out. So then they act in a certain way and then they get left out. Like we exclude them from things because they didn't earn it or whatever. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so we make that like trauma worse. I, I, I'm not suggesting we, no, 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 no. I know. I know you're not. I'm saying that's something (laughs) that's a mistake that I have made in the past and regret because like how hurtful is that? And, um, and didn't, I didn't really think of it like that before. And then I learned more and and got better and was like okay this is not the thing that I want to do I have to figure this out in a different way um yeah. because I feel like that was uh, that's hurtful because kids want to be included like mo- yeah, they yeah, want to know they belong it's yeah. the same as he- regular adults yeah. everyone wants to know that they are seen heard and belong so Absolutely. I don't know why my anything- glasses are like crooked <laughs> your head crooked today <laughs> I think my ears might be crooked cuz every time I yeah, I have this crooked glasses situation. All right. So also some I think it's really fun during this time of year to to pick some some really engaging read alouds. We're gonna oh, talk yes. about that next week on next the podcast. Week, yeah. We get to share some of our favorites and mm-hmm. um which we love to do. And we'll tell you like we're gonna share like five or six and then we'll end up sharing like 15. But um <laughs> always we love between the two of us, we are like such book lovers. I know. Oh, I love books. I'm like, oh, just crazy with books. Um, I just bought some new ones. And if people, if they could see our screens, I have my back to school, like community building books behind me. Um, but it's now. (gasps) You got, I promise. I did. I got, I got almost every one you said. I got the teacher confidential one. I love that. That yes. was one of my favorite. And then I got, if you don't know one. which episode we're talking about. We're talking about, well, what was the episode number? But we shared all our favorite back to school oh, read alouds. Um, and we just did a brief synopsis of each of them. And it was such an amazing episode. We, we each shared different books. And so if you're looking to build even a library, that's just more inclusive or has messages of um, community, 
for all year round. It's such a great episode to go back and listen to. It was but episode one eighty five. Yeah, there it, we it, go. It's I know it wasn't that long. Ago. I was like searching while you were talking. I'm like, keep going. Five brilliant read aloud titles for the primary teacher, and we give way more than five. Way more than five. And and it inspired me, Lee. I actually created this community building um, makerspace STEM challenges. I love it based on it. 10 of the books that we talked about. And one of them we didn't talk about that I added was Wimberly Worried because I love that. Oh, but that I, is a good one. And I was yeah. thinking it's back to school, but you can do community building anytime. 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 So Even I in was, December when yeah. your students are starting to get a little, you know, uh, yes, I think crazy. towards the end of the year, they get a little like- No, they kind of need to be reminded mm-hmm. a little bit. I think it's important. Yeah. One And a new one that I didn't hear, had never heard of that Kristen Bell, you know, the actress that mm-hmm. she wrote with another person was- the world needs more purple people and the world needs more purple schools. Yeah. So cute. Such a cute, such a check that one out. Yeah. But we'll be talking about like seasonal books next week. So we won't won't go into that. (laughs) All right. Do you have another tip? I have one. Do I think, um, before you leave, so you're going to, before you leave for Christmas, no, break, that's right what I have, I no, 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 say. no, listen, oh, okay. listen, it's not <laughs> try to have your lesson plans for the week that you get back done so that you can actually rest over Christmas break. I am notorious for planning over Christmas break because I just was in survival mode mm-hmm. until cr- the end. And then yes. over the holidays, I would take a week off. And then the rest of the time I would be working and it was a terrible habit. And I, it leads to burnout. And I apologize for anyone that I encourage to do that bad working cycle. Do not do that to yourself. Instead, um, the week leading up, I would suggest maybe in the last two weeks, every day after school, do something small to help prepare for back to school. Whether it's like on a Monday, you do your reading lesson plans. Tuesday, you do your math. Maybe Wednesday, you sit and order copies. Thursday, you update any data points that you Don't need. Don't forget science and, then, and social studies. Yeah, plan into science and social studies, <laughs> update your data points. And then on Friday, like cleaning off your desk. And so Trina has one that's going to go with this one. So no, but that's Trina. really good because I think I did the same thing. I felt like I was in survival mode and I would get mm-hmm. it done over Christmas vacation, but you don't want to because no. your kids, my kids were you, little. And it doesn't even matter if you don't have kids, yeah. you deserve time. Absolutely. That I agree. include teaching. It, yes. It, I'm not, it doesn't matter if you have a family or doesn't not. It doesn't matter if you have a family or not. If you're by yourself with your cat or dog or whatever, you deserve yeah. to have that time. You deserve and it. Yes. You yeah. don't want to be focusing on school. Even if you just want to sit and binge watch Selling Sunset. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. I, I love Selling Sunset. I don't know what my problem is. I just finished it. But anyway, um, so you want to have some time for yourself to rejuvenate. So you I deserve it. Having those plans you deserve ready it. to go so that when you come back, and that was going to be my tip was to actually like take all of your stuff down. If you put up a Christmas tree or something like that in your classroom, take it down on the very you know last day, a couple hours before you know your kids maybe are watching. Yes, Virginia, I love that one. It's a short movie, but you can also do some reading comprehension around it. And while they're doing that, you can take down all of your stuff so your room is all nice and orderly when mm-hmm. you come back, so you don't feel over. Because usually you come back to a record day, or at least we do. And, um, and then you feel like you have to spend a couple of hours undoing like everything. cleaning up. Yeah. Yeah. And that stinks. And so you just want to be able to have a fresh 2023. Isn't that insane? <laughs> how, did, how did we get here? I'm still stuck in 1990, 2019. 2019. Yeah. I feel like it's still 2019. I feel like the world ended in 2020 and then we yeah. just stopped time from there. I still feel like 
Wait, isn't it 2019? The other day I wrote 2019 on a paper, like a That's form, so an actual yeah. like important paper document at work. Yeah. They're like, oh my goodness, what's wrong with her? Oh, that's hilarious. Time travel. I think those are some good tips for getting to the, and this is the time to think about it at the end of November so that you're not. While you're still fresh. Yes. Yes. You've just come back from um, Thanksgiving. And so now Mm -hmm. you're like, okay, I just had some rest. Now I can focus on getting through December and then being ready for January. And I would suggest even pulling out your planner or your notes app or whatever it is and write a couple of ideas down so that when it comes time, you're not like, what was it I said I was going to do to help prepare so I'm not stressed and I can actually enjoy my holiday break? This here they are, you know, Um, I write stuff in my, I have like a teacher planner. I write it in there. So I remember like this week, I'm going to do this or today after school, I'm going to do this. And so there's like, it takes the thinking process out of it. And instead, all you have to do is you open up your teacher planner anyway, and there it is. Or if you have like a big calendar, put it on that. Yeah, that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we're full of good ideas. Come on. Yeah. When we're awake. <laughs> when Otherwise, we're, awake. we're just sleeping. <laughs> that's true. Um, okay. So two tired teachers, hoping that you have a great end of November and we'll see you next Beginning week. of December. Yeah. We'll see you next time. Yeah. That's what I meant. December. <laughs> Sweet dreams and sleep tight. <laughs>